players coming back, players possibly retiring, and our final look at the Buccaneers as they get set to deploy to North Carolina for week seven. We're going to cover that all on this episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the new 10 Tampa Bay Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I'm David Harrison, writer for BucksGameDay.com. You can find me and my partner on Twitter. I am at DHarrison82. James Yarko is at JYarko underscore Bucks in the show is at Locked on Bucks. Thanks again for making us your first view or your first listen of the day. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. What we're confident in and what we're concerned about coming up later. But right now, Tom Brady not only did not cross the line this week with his statements about what it's like to play football and be in season. Uh, but he was actually very accurate in following a long-honored tradition of using military terms in football and mixing the terminology of the two. For some of those who may have missed it uh, on his Let's Go podcast earlier this week, Tom Brady said, quote, I almost look at like a football season like you're going away on deployment in the military. And it's like, man, here I go again, and there's only one way to do it. He continued, Whatever you may say, oh, man, I want to make sure I spend a little more time doing this during the season. The reality is when it comes down to it, your competitiveness takes over. And as much as you want to have this playful balance before the with the work balance, this playful balance with the work balance, you're going to end up doing exactly what you've always done. End quote. That comment got a lot of people upset. And listen, anybody who got upset about it, it's your right to get upset about it. If you feel if you felt offended or slighted. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, then, you know, that that's personally your right. Personally, I am not offended by it. I was not offended by it. I'm not offended by it. For those of you who are new to the show or new word of the show anyway, we don't talk about it every week or every day, but uh, it does come up on occasion. I served in the Army for 20 years, have multiple deployments under my belt. So I would be in, in said population that apparently uh, could have been offended by those comments. I was not. Uh, I wasn't offended when I heard them. I wasn't offended after people started getting offended. I wasn't offended uh, even you know when he apologized later today, which we'll get to here in a minute. Look, I think Tom was trying to make a point um, about being in the football season and, and how it's different from everyday life. And I think what that point was, like just having observed football players and, and the football season from up close and personal and having also been on several deployments, it it almost simplifies life in a way that also closes off life. Like make like make no mistake about it guys. When you deploy, you know, in different branches and different MOSs and jobs have different terms. Like some people deploy for 6 months, some 9, whatever. Uh my deployment, my shortest deployment was 9 months, my other two deployments were 12, one was over 12, uh but call it a year. That time is is basically gone. Like that time like other than the task at hand, everything else essentially ceases to exist, okay? And and I don't mean that from a literal sense, right? Like I was married during my deployments. I had children during my deployments. I called home as much as I could. Uh, mail was sent, you know what I mean? Things like that. But look, birthdays were missed. Special events were missed. Moments were missed. And 
Uh, I mean, there have been times I've literally gone back and listened to like the greatest hits of 2005 playlists on Apple radio. And there are songs on that playlist I'd never even heard before until I listened to that playlist. Like everything else just turns off. And I think that's what Brady was trying to talk about was that, you know, you come into the season and you're like, you know what, this season, I'm going to be different in this way. And you go on deployment and you think this deployment's going to be different in this way. I'm going to call home more. I'm going to write more letters. I'm going to video chat more. Maybe I'm going to go to the gym more than I did. And, but the bottom line is when you get into the deployment and what Tom gets into the season, you rely on your training and you rely on what helps you survive. And whether you're surviving a career or you're surviving a deployed area, combat zone for some people, some, some, oh, no, deployments, combat zones. You rely on that and, and you kind of fall into the same routines. And I can tell you that looking at my past deployments, uh, two in a combat zone, one not in a combat zone, all three of them very similar in my day to day behavior, what I did, my routine, and how I went through business. I think that's what Tom was doing. I don't think Tom was trying to say that playing football is like dodging roadside bombs or playing football is like having to have your head on a swivel, watching out for snipers. I don't think that's what Tom was trying to say. It was just kind of a lifestyle uh, comparison. And honestly, I don't think he's too far off. Now, there, there's no caviar or private planes. Okay. Downrange. I got it. But I don't think Tom was trying to compare the hardships more so the mentality and kind of the impact it has on your life. That's all I think he was trying to do. Me personally, again, not offended. If you're offended, Hey, you, Hey, Cool. You have every right to be offended. I'm not going to take that away from you. If you're offended that I'm not offended, I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, but Tom apologized anyway, right? He said, uh, quote, on Thursday before a press conference, he said, quote, before we start, can I say one thing? Earlier this week, I made a statement about playing football in the military, and it was a very poor choice of words. I just want to express that uh, to any sentiments out there that people may have taken it a certain way. I apologize, end quote. So if you're offended by those words, Tom apologizes uh, to you. If you're offended by me not being offended, uh, I apologize as well. I'll tell you what someone who does need to apologize, though, guys. Bucks, two Bucks fans specifically for getting their hopes up is Jason Cole, who apparently writes for Outkick.com. Never heard of it before until this week, and said that everyone's favorite insider, a source, and if you're not watching on YouTube, which most of you are not, if you're listening, I'm using air quotes, a source uh, told him that the Bucks are hopeful Ryan Jensen will return in November. Uh, we got a voicemail from Kendall about this topic, and I know many other Bucks fans were excited in hearing the, once again, air quotes, news. Um, well, I'll tell you this. I have a source who says the Bucks are hopeful Julio Jones will magically heal and never get hurt again. Devin White will never blow a coverage again. And Luke Gedeke will start playing like an all-pro veteran. So those are what my sources say. Listen, let's talk about media literacy for a second. Basically, what Jason is writing here really is just kind of a, a, a given, right? Look. From from honestly, from from basically the moment that this thing wasn't revealed as like an ACL tear or you know multiple tears or whatever, um, Ryan Jensen was walking around training camp not on crutches. He was in like a, a leg cast type deal, but he was standing during training camp, observing uh, and standing for very long periods of time and and putting weight honestly on that left leg, even in the brace or the cast or whatever combination it was. From from the time he got hurt, basically he got hurt. Basically, there's been this hope, quote unquote that he might be able to return a la Vita Vea during the Super Bowl run. So that's not news. What is news here is, is the apparent time frame. And what I hate about this report is that there's a source period, and, and I get it, uh, to a certain extent, that's kind of a hazard of the job. You kind of have to rely on that. I get all that. Uh, but there's really nothing being said here, guys. Okay, I they hope that he could be back for November. Right. Well, they also probably hope he can be back for December, hope he can be back for January, hope he can just be back before the Super Bowl if they make it that far. There's really no news here. It just got people kind of stirred up. Uh, for a whole lot of nothing. But there's another source of information, Bucks head coach Todd Bowles, uh, 
who was asked about this report, and he said, quote, as far as I know, he's still limping and hobbled. I can't tell you how he's going to heal. He's walking better. Uh, that's the best I can tell you. I don't know when he'll be back, end quote. So end of October, he's walking better. End of November, he's playing a full-blown NFL football game. That is quite the acceleration of a timeline. And here's the thing for Jason. If it doesn't happen and people come back at him, he can say, hey, man, I was just telling you they were hopeful he'd be back. I didn't say he'd be back. If he does come back, ha, see, guys, told you. That's exactly what I said. Probably have media literacy. Look at what's not being said versus what is being said. So uh, probably not coming back this month is what I'm saying. But could he come back in a, in a, in a month? Absolutely, he come back in a month. You know, the human body uh, does some amazing things. So we'll only talk about it so you have all the information, real, perhaps real. Uh, Chris Sims also saying that Tom Brady might retire during the season this year. Tom Brady saying that's not something that's on his mind. So, again, this information, correction of information, something else that's real, though, and is actually real is a need to protect your property and your family because when it comes to burglars, your home is like their end zone. Your possessions are the points they're trying to score. And you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster. This is why I use and trust Simply Safe Home Security. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. Their cutting edge technology is powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. So you always know your home is safe. I travel a lot covering the NFL. Then there's a senior bowl scouting combine during the offseason. I love all doing all those things, but I also love that I can reach back and check on things back home just using my phone. In fact, on our way to Pittsburgh, my wife, my beautiful wife, uh, fortunately for me, came with me to Pittsburgh since it was just a three-hour drive from where we live for that game. On our way to Pittsburgh, we actually turned on the camera. My son was sitting in the living room. She hit the speaker button, scared the daylights out of him because he was not expecting his mother's disembodied voice to come speaking over the camera. That's exactly what happened. It was hilarious because our package allowed us to do that. They have a bunch of items, all kinds of packages that you can use for your needs with 24 seven professional monitoring simply saves agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or you can't be reached and their equipment options are fully customizable. You can customize yours like we did ours. So you can have as many indoor outdoor camera sensors and detectors as you need. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Again, save 20% of your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. I just love saying that, guys. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for being Locked On Bucks Podcast. First listener, first view every single day. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Locked On's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday night football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts, Bet Online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. I certainly hope I've had the right name banner up uh, for the first segment. If I didn't, I apologize. I'm David Harrison, not James Jarko. I know I have the right one up now, so we're good to go. Our bold predictions and players of the game are coming up in segment three. But right now, we're going to talk about what we're confident in and concerned about. But first, we're going to hear from Benny, who's got a question about leadership. Hey, David and James. Hope you guys are doing well. This is Benny from L.A., and I wanted to expand on a question I submitted a few days ago regarding the leadership of this team and the lack of that I'm seeing. Highlighting, obviously, the GOAT, Tom Brady, and his recent behavior. This team has been offensively struggling a lot. At the end of the day, we look at the GOAT, 
Tom Brady and what he has brought to this team in the first season alone with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking us all the way to the Super Bowl, I saw a lot of leadership. I saw a lot of the influence he made and the impact he made on other players. Mike Evans elevating Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette. The list goes on and on and on. This season, uh, not being part of the training camp for 11 days, a lot of the personal crap that he's going through right now obviously has made a mental impact in him. But what I'm seeing and what I'm being disappointed on is hearing about going to a wedding and whatnot and skipping walkthroughs. The issue that I have with that is the current state where we are offensively, the lack of leadership, him berating players on the side on the sidelines. Some players might like that, others might not like. So I just wanted to gauge your thoughts on that. Thank you so much. Stay safe. All right, Benny, we appreciate the phone call, and I certainly understand where this question was, is coming from. A lot of people are asking the same type of question. A lot of Bucks players are getting asked uh, some same type of question, uh, and they're all saying the same thing basically to a T. Is that a guy? Of Tom Brady's caliber has kind of earns a little bit of leeway here and there, uh, and some of the things that he can do. Todd Bowles assured us that you know he didn't miss anything. Um, you know the walkthrough. I don't know how important it is for Tom Brady to be at a walkthrough uh, at this point in his career. Look, so let's keep with the military comparison theme here, right? There's there's a saying we have in the army: uh, retired on active duty. And what it typically is is a guy who's 19, 19 and a half years or so, uh, and essentially going through the retirement process. There's a lot of classes, appointments, paperwork you got to do. Uh, and typically you have a guy who's kind of, I don't want to say checked out, right, but kind of in a position of lesser importance. Um, they're still on active duty status, but they're basically preparing to leave. So they're focusing more on their personal stuff, their future, than they are the mission at hand within the organization. There's also another saying, do what your rank can handle. Well, in this case, I don't think Tom is retired on active duty because he's still definitely working his butt off and out there playing his tail off, uh, even though it's not successful all the time. But he is doing what his rank can handle. And his rank is legend, right? He's, his, his rank is GOAT level like that's his that's his rank as coach um and yeah i mean there there are certain things now is it is it hurting the team i would say this while i understand why that could be that why that's a question on the outside only the people on the inside can truly answer that question you know what i mean i will tell you that i pretty much can guarantee you that with all the people within an organization there's someone that has a problem with it but whether there's enough someone's to have a problem with it that it's a real deal i don't know my thing about this all this stuff is starting to become a little bit too much of a distraction in a week-to-week basis, I think. And if I'm Tom Brady, it's not so much that like there's an issue with me going to a wedding and missing walkthroughs or, or whatever. Um, also, if you're an NFL team owner, why are you having a wedding in the middle of the NFL season? That's just weird. Um, it's more so that people are talking about it too much, and I want to minimize the noise. That's really my thing if I'm Tom. So, I, again, it's not really the best way to answer the question. But, again, going back to my previous observations earlier in the week, I think this whole situation that we're seeing unfold on the field it has much to do with the lack of confidence in the offensive line than anything else, and that pretty much explains everything else uh, that we're seeing moving forward. So that's my roundabout way of answering the question. Uh, appreciate the question, Benny. Now we're going to move into what James and I are confident in and concerned about. Shout out to you, Todd, from Tampa. Appreciate the feedback. Obviously, we went forward and adopted it. So what James is confident in is the Bucks' defense returning to early season forms. Here's what he says. Panthers are dead last in the NFL in yards per game on offense and 28th in the NFL in points per game, scoring less than 18 points a game on average. They have a minus two turnover margin this season, and he sees the Bucs defense holding Carolina at under 220 total yards and taking the ball away twice. So much in James Yarko fashion, making a bold prediction before it's actually bold prediction time. Thank you, James. What I'm confident in is the fact that the Carolina Panthers are bottom of the barrel team, which is kind of the same thing that James talking about. Basically, look, guys, the Carolina Panthers 
are a team that they just sent Robbie Anderson away. P.J. Walker is their starting quarterback and wouldn't be starting for pretty much any other NFL team uh, out there right now. And, you know, Christian McCaffrey's potentially on the trade block. I mean, uh, you, you, know, you never know. A deal could be struck Sunday morning and he doesn't even suit up uh, for the Carolina Panthers. D.J. Moore, apparently people are talking about D.J. Moore maybe uh, be sent away. So while the Buccaneers certainly have their own struggles, playing a team like this is kind of the perfect opportunity to start working through some of those demons. And I don't mean that they necessarily come out swing in haymakers and just blow the Panthers out of the water. But this is the kind of team you can go up against and really kind of hone in on some of the things you want to work on. So don't take it for granted. Don't sleep on them by any means. It's still an NFL team out there, but not quite the caliber that they're used to playing. So that's kind of where my confidence lies. So what is James concerned about? James is concerned about the offense trying to overcompensate from last week. James says the Bucs are still looking for an offensive explosion this season and to get off to a fast start. Fast start. They're 9 for 19 in the red zone this season as well. James is concerned they push too hard trying to force their way out of a slump leading to a mistake, which would be a turnover, or yet another slow start by trying to do too much. I think it's a very fair uh, concern, and I'm concerned on top of it that Byron Leftwich is going to try to right the ship of public opinion and, and maybe get his quarterback left uh, hanging out there in the pocket for a couple of hits that he doesn't want to take. What I'm concerned about... The long-term health of the secondary. Carl Davis did not practice on Thursday with that hip injury uh, after being limited on Wednesday. Logan Ryan just had surgery. Sean Murphy Bunting didn't practice two days in a row this week with a quad injury. Mike Edwards still dealing with the elbow injury that cost him last week. There's a lot of season left, guys. This is a passing league. This secondary needs to be healthy. So while the Buccaneers go out there, try to get the offense on track, try to keep the defense really doing pretty, pretty well overall, even though they've had, obviously, some bad moments. Uh, I'm very concerned but the health. So I really hope that in this moment, uh, we need to get a win. We want to get a win. We want to stay undefeated in the division. The division. We don't push somebody out uh, and, and push them out earlier, and the Buccaneers end up with uh, a more severe injury than maybe they should have, and it impacts the road down the line. So James is concerned. I mean, if the offense pushes too hard, I'm a little concerned uh, that maybe the defense, by way of playing guys that maybe aren't 100% healthy, uh, will push a little too hard. So that's what we are confident in and that's what we are concerned about we're gonna come back with some predictions and some score predictions but we're gonna do so thanks to our friends over at betonline.net your number one source for football betting info this season betonline.net is your number one source for football betting information this season find all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find including Odds on whether or not NFL owners will get the 24 votes needed to boot Daniel Snyder out of the NFL ownership fraternity. Right now, the odds are five to one that yes, they will. They are one to eight that no, they will not. So whatever you think, the odds suggest an 88.9% chance that Daniel Snyder will not get forced out by a vote. If you agree with those odds, go throw some money down. If you don't agree with those odds, go throw some money down to get better odds. As always, bet online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about BetOnline, where the game starts. Time for predictions, and we're going to start with bold predictions. Then we're going to go to our players of the game, and then we'll get into some props and some final scores. James's bold prediction for this weekend's matchup. Tom Brady throws for over 75% completion. Great and has three touchdown passes to three different receivers. Not only that, but he predicts the receivers will be Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, K. Dotton. Adjust your fantasy rosters 
as you see fit. So not only that, but the Bucks defense also going to hold Carolina to under 220 total yards and take the ball away two times. James taking a whole lot of bold prediction meat off the bone. So where do I go? I'm going to Antoine Winfield Jr., who I think is going to get a sack, a tackle for a loss. And just to be clear, that's a tackle for a loss in addition to the sack and an interception. Some sites, they track tackles for losses and sacks together. So it would be a quarterback hit, a sack, and a tackle for loss all in one. Some sites, sacks and tackles for losses are different because tackle for loss is a rush. Depending on what site you lose or what track uh, you what type of tracking you use. Either way, I'm saying a sack, tackle for loss, each individual tackles, and an interception for Anton Winfield Jr. My player of the game, Mike Edwards, assuming he plays full participant in uh, Wednesday and Thursday's practices. Keep an eye on that final injury report. Uh, of course, as we get to the weekend. But Mike Edwards, I think they missed him dearly against Pittsburgh Steelers, especially in that late uh, those those third down uh, those third down plays that they gave up late in the game. I think Mike Edwards would have made a huge difference in those situations. Mike Edwards returns to the field this weekend. I think he plays a big role in making sure the Panthers offense can't do what the Steelers offense did last week, especially late in the game against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. James's player this game is going to be rookie tight end Cade Otten, which of course is very predictable because he loves him some Cade Otten. Uh, James says he's going to step up in a big crucial situation now that he's the locked and loaded tight end number one. He'll be the safety net outlet for Brady and in turn will move the sticks on some crucial third downs and get his first career touchdown. If you go back to the crossover Thursday episode, I do a Julian Council, uh, the host of the Locked On Panthers podcast. I also mentioned Kate Otten as a potential safety net over the middle, especially if the Carolina Panthers decide to blitz up the middle to try to take advantage of Luke Gedeke in that weak interior part of the Buccaneers offensive line. So let's move now into our game predictions, our game picks. Uh, James last week was uh, successful in some of his picks, but the biggest one that I want to gloat about is he picked the Packers to beat the Jets. I picked the Jets to beat the Packers. I win. He loses. Nah, 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 nah. This week we're picking Tennessee Titans by two uh, against the Indianapolis Colts. Both James and I are taking the Titans there. Jacksonville Jaguars favored by three over the New York Giants. Both James and I are taking the underdog, taking the Giants in that competition. Miami Dolphins favored by seven over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tua Tungabailoa is back. Hopefully, he's actually healthy this time. James and I both taking the Dolphins there. So, we got Titans, Giants, Dolphins winning those three games. The fourth game is where we differ. Denver Broncos favored by one and a half points over the New York Jets. James is taking the Broncos. I'm taking the Jets for second week straight to get the upset win. I've got two upset. James is going chalk and three with one upset. That takes us to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Favored by 11 against the Carolina Panthers. If you listen to the crossover, you already know my score prediction. If you watch the crossover, you already know my score prediction. If you didn't, I got the Buccaneers winning 24 to 14. James going the price is right route, except going a point less instead of a point over. He said the Bucs winning 23 to 14. So 24 to 14 for me, 23 to 14 for James. Call it what you want. Uh, that's his score prediction. And uh, we thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked on Bucks podcast. Thank you for making us your first listener, your first view every single day. Now make your second listener view the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes, free and available wherever you get podcasts. James will be back post game with a live episode for you guys and a full episode for you guys. So, the, so make sure you tune in for that call in voicemails. Get ready for the live chat. James loves interacting with you guys in that live chat. So make sure you tune in for that live. It'll drop a little bit after 
uh, the game concludes on Sunday. If you've got questions or topics you want to discuss and you don't want to do in the live chat, send them in to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com or call in and have your voice heard like Benny at 813-444-5841. For James Jarko, I'm David Harrison. Until we speak again, make sure you're checking out everything we're doing at BucksGameDay.com and BucksNation.com. Check us out on Twitter at DHarrison82 at Bucks and at LockedOnBucks. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, wash your hands, prepare to fire the cannons, and thank you for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks.